Greetings, and thank you for tuning in to Rising Above It All. I'm your host, Mildred Muhammad. Before I get started in this segment, I want to thank you for tuning into my podcast. I received a wrap-up for 2022, and I'm telling you, it was amazing. I'm so happy that I have more followers, that you are sharing my podcast with other people, and that you tune in to hear what I have to say. I'm truly grateful for that, and I just want to say thank you. So our segment today is about staying optimistic during the holiday season. Well, today is the third day of December, and in my area, it is wet. It's supposed to rain all day long, and it's only supposed to get up to 52, but right now it doesn't feel cold at all. However, yesterday it was freezing, 25 degrees. (laughs) So... We are moving forward in this holiday season, and it appears to be a great time for retailers. Sales are up, which means people are shopping more than anticipated. And yet, some people are struggling to keep a roof over their head, food on the table, paying their monthly bills, and having gas in their car. Not to mention the homeless people who are struggling to come in out of the cold, out of the rain, finding shelter that they feel safe in and people are really stepping up to help them where they need help, whether it's a place to lay their head or put food in their stomach. And that's a blessing. It's easy to give into despair when you're constantly thinking about everything that's going wrong for you. Getting up with anxiety, feeling anxious throughout your day, and finally going to bed with more anxiety than you had when you woke up. You got to stop doing that. You have to let things go when you go to sleep. Clear your mind. Ask God to clear your mind. Think about it this way. When you lay down to go to sleep at night and a situation or issue come into your mind, ask yourself, What could I possibly do about that right now? And if the answer is nothing, let it go. Close your eyes and go to sleep. It's going to be there in the morning. You can deal with it in the morning or the next day. And not early in the morning. When you wake up, take a few minutes to just lay there. Don't check your phone. Don't pick up a cigarette. Don't get a drink of water. Just open your eyes. Become aware of where you are and just lay there. You can meditate. You can say a prayer. Whatever. Just lay there a minimum of 15 minutes just to get your bearings, just to figure out your day, just to thank God for waking you up the next morning, just to look around in your room. Just take some time, 15 minutes before you go and interact with the world. 15 minutes. I want to encourage you to remember that the silver lining is always with you. You just have to look for it. You don't have to look very far 
to find it. Because in reality, only you can change your situation. And you may ask, well, okay, Mildred, how in the world can I do that? Well, the first way you can do that is by changing the way you think about your situation. As bad as it may appear to be, there is always something going right. Take a moment to think about it. What made you smile? How deep did you have to go within yourself to find it? How did that revelation make you feel? It's always the way you think. And you have to remember this too. No one is coming to save you. You may be looking and hoping and I'm just going to wait right here and somebody's going to call or somebody's going to knock on my door and they're going to bring me a solution to my problem. I wish it worked that way. Lord knows I was looking and hoping for someone to come and save me and my children as we were going through that situation as the family of the D.C. sniper. Instead of people rushing in to help us like I thought they would, you know, they ran away. They ran away as soon as they realized who we were. I decided to look at it as God was showing me the hearts of those around me. I had to adjust accordingly. Otherwise, I would have judged other people for not helping me. And they have a choice. They can choose to help me and they can choose not to help me. They chose not to help me. It's not for me to judge them because they made a choice not to help me. I'm okay with that. What happened in the meantime is that I began to pray and depend more on God and my faith grew. I prayed for God to put people and resources in place to help me. I asked him to put a word in the mouth of the person so that I would know that he sent that person and those resources to me. As soon as I surrendered and changed my thinking, my situation changed a little bit at a time. And guess what happened? The right people and the best resources showed up for me. It wasn't an overnight thing. Everything takes time. One day at a time, actually. However, my silver lining was being revealed to me on a daily basis. I looked for it, and I was happy to see that in the midst of all of that turmoil, the sun was shining on me. But what did I learn during that tumultuous time in my life because, man, that was just crazy. Well, since that experience was the most painful and the scariest time of my life, anything that comes my way right now 
I look at it as a piece of cake. Because I was pushed to my limit and to my surprise, and I was completely surprised, I survived and I helped my children to survive. So right now, I'd gladly get a fork and eat the sweetness of any situation that come my way. The silver lining is always there and I chose to find it. I don't have a special wand or think of myself as different from others. I will say my faith is the size of a mustard tree, which grew from a mustard seed. You cannot continue to go through different situations with mustard seed faith. At some point, every situation that you've gone through waters that seed. That seed begins to grow. And as that tree grows, your so does your faith. You cannot start over with every situation in the same way. Growth is taking place. Faith is growing. You have to believe it, acknowledge it, accept it, and move on. I've made mistakes and everything hasn't gone my way. I chose to be like water. I remember Bruce Lee saying that when I was in high school. Yep, telling my age. And I found out that he means that it is to be flexible in your mind and your body. It involves letting go of stubbornness and frustration in your views, habits, and understanding in favor of being able to adapt to the situations we find ourselves in. I've learned to overcome and adapt to any situation that comes my way. And in that process, I've become a critical thinker. I think about everything. I think about how if I go down the left street, what would that look like? If I go to the right, what would that look like? Being flexible is adjusting to unexpected challenges, which at times occurs by the hands of others. That DC sniper situation was at his hands, not by mine. But I had to overcome and adapt to all those situations that were coming at me so fast. I had to think fast. I had to move in directions that I didn't know if it was the right one or the wrong one. But I just followed my spirit and my spirit never led me astray. Just remember, in all of that, I was in control of my decisions. Just as you are. Every decision, every last one of those decisions that you have made have brought you to where you are now. Did you know that? Every last one of them. Sometimes those decisions have caused you pain and sometimes they caused you joy. We have to accept and hold ourselves accountable for the decisions we've made, whether they were painful or whether they were joyful. It was our decision. We made it. Stand on it, regardless of whom or what. But just remember, if we don't like the results of that decision, you and only you can change it. It's important to be flexible 
because you have the ability to adjust to changes in circumstances and approach challenges with fresh ideas and overcome the issue. The question is, are you willing to do that? When difficulties or unforeseen circumstances forces you to alter your position, viewpoint, or commitment, the characteristic of flexibility shows up. Isn't that something? Sometimes we have to be flexible at a time we don't know how to do that. But as soon as we let go of the situation, as soon as we let go of what we think the ending will be, that's when flexibility steps in. Because now you're willing to accept Mm -hmm. what will come. You're willing to accept what will come. Now, there are those who have tried all of this. And have decided to end their lives because the pain, loneliness, and struggle is just too hard to bear. And for those of you who are thinking that way, I'm so sorry you have had to make that decision. However, before you put that decision into action, I'm asking you to please dial 988 and speak with someone at the National Suicide Hotline. Because you see, these people are trained professionals. They would help you to find your silver lining. You may say, well, Mildred, I don't want to ask for help because, you know, I'm ashamed and I don't, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to call somebody and tell them that I, I want to take my life. It's okay to ask for help. There is no shame in asking You don't have to suffer in silence, thinking and believing that no one will understand your situation. Call them. Allow them in your sacred space so they can help you to open the curtains and allow the sun to shine in your life again. It may not be the first call, maybe not even the second, but if you make it a consistent Practice to call them when you're feeling that nobody around you understand, nobody around you will listen. They will. They will listen. Choose yourself. When you call that number, you're choosing yourself. When you're speaking to someone about the issues that you are facing and you just don't see a way out, they can help you to see a way out. Don't make a permanent decision for a temporary issue. Don't do that. It will all work itself out. It may not look like it, may not feel like it. It just mm-hmm. makes you feel like, my goodness, I just, I just, I, I don't think anybody will understand or, or, or see the, the pain that I'm in. Take a chance and call 988. You are not alone. You are not alone. I want you to choose yourself so you can love yourself and remember how amazing you really are. Your presence is valuable in this world. You may think, well, just little old me in this great big world of billions of people. How in the world can my life affect 
billions. It affects the people around you. Your life brings joy to other people. Maybe they don't say it enough. Maybe you don't even feel it. And you're asking yourself, why am I here? You're here for a reason. You've only been here for a little while. Don't leave us. We need you. The world needs what you have. What you have, no one else has. That's why you're unique. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. 988, three numbers. Call the National Suicide Hotline and ask them for help. We tend to release emotions we've been holding inside during the holiday season. This decision causes depression, anxiety, frustration, and other feelings we have not dealt with. Many people are going through these holidays and their loved one has been taken from them by the hands of other people. And they just cannot see a way to find joy in this season. And everybody processes their grief in different ways. And everybody processes their depression, their anxiety, and their frustration in different ways. There's no right or wrong way. Choose the way that is best for you. But I'm asking you to gradually let go so that you can grow. Grow in love, grow in wisdom, grow in understanding, grow in acceptance, grow in every aspect of your life. I want to give you two affirmations. The first one is I release myself from the need to match negative energy because people will come at you negatively. And they will push those buttons that would trigger a response that you don't want to give. I'm asking you to stop, think five times before you speak. And in those five times that you're thinking, calm your emotions. Sometimes people say things to get a reaction out of you. And this next affirmation says, I have all control over how I respond to what comes my way. And I choose to respond with optimism. See, you don't have to attend every fight that you're invited to. You can sit back and just watch people. You can sit back and just listen. Sometimes the best response is no response. You don't have to say anything. The other person will get upset. Oh, you don't have anything to say? You don't even have to answer that question. Take control of your own emotions. Anybody that causes you to get upset is controlling you. But when you say, no, I'm taking back my power, no one is going to control me like that, then guess what? The next time it happens, you'll just be quiet. 
you just observe, which means you are in control of your decisions and whether or not you want to communicate with that person. Your future is in your hands. We know what happened five minutes ago, but we don't know what will happen five minutes from now. Never speak negativity over yourself. Never say what you cannot do. Never say that you are broke. Never say what you don't have. You may not have it at the moment, but it doesn't mean it's not coming. Only speak words of encouragement over yourself. Words have power. Remember when you were smaller or presently and you thought to yourself or said out loud, I feel sick today. My head is hurting. My back is hurting. And within a few minutes or so, your head starts to hurt and so does your back because your immune system is listening to what you say about yourself. That's the kind of power you have. When you understand the power of your words, you will be careful of your thoughts and the words you speak over yourself and to others. Remember the power of life and death is in the tongue. We've heard that before, right? So use wisdom to be strategic in how you speak your truth to yourself and to others. As I close this episode of Rising Above It All, I'm leaving you with another affirmation. (laughs) I want you to repeat this one as often as you need to remind yourself that you are in control of your future. It goes like this. For the good of all and to the harm of none, everything I desire is already on its way. I deserve the life I am manifesting and speaking into existence, and I embrace the beautiful life that is now unfolding before my eyes. I believe that is a great affirmation because you are taking back your power. And that is something that you should always do. I think it was um, one of the congresswomen. I see her face, but I can't remember her name. But she always said, I'm reclaiming my power. I'm reclaiming my power. That's what you need to do. Reclaim your power. On a constant basis. Reclaim your power. And if nobody told you today, I am so proud of you. You are an amazing masterpiece. There is no one else in this whole world like you. Thank you again for tuning into Rise It Above It All. I'm your host, Mildred Muhammad, and I will leave you as I always do. As you go throughout your day, don't forget to release your faith, knowing with assurance that all circumstances will work in your favor. It may not seem like it in the physical, But God is moving things around, putting people in place, resources in place to help you to accomplish everything your heart desires. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast. I really, really do. I am so grateful for you. And I will speak with you again soon.